This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Tis the season for peace, love, joy, brotherhood, and tipping. And I bet that today, while most of you are running your last-minute errands, many of you are probably dropping off gifts and tips as a material expression of your thanks to the people who provide various types of service throughout the year. The question is, how much? To whom? There seems to have been an inflation in both of these areas lately, and this topic tends to instigate heated disagreements and rifts among otherwise agreeable family members and other people. So to help us sort it out, we have a couple of experts. Before I introduce them, let me give you the numbers again, because I bet that our audience has strong views on this too. The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. I'd like to welcome in studio my friend Lisa Orr of Orr Etiquette, and on the line, Carrie Macbeth, the founder of Illustrious Lifestyle, and she is on the line from Vancouver. Ladies, welcome. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Carrie, are you there? Hi there, Libby. Thanks so much. Okay, great. Uh, let us start with Lisa. So who, okay, we're going to start with Carrie. Uh, okay. We'll start with Lisa. We had the, the wrong mic on. Um, so first of all, who do we have to tip around Christmas time? So there isn't a have-to list. Uh, there are some should consider. So the people that I think about for regular tipping are the people who are in your life on a regular basis. So it depends on who you have. So if you have a dog, you might have a dog walker. If you have children, you might have a babysitter. If you have someone who looks after your landscaping or your house, there might be all these people in your life. So those type of people or hairstylists, personal care sort of professionals, those people also end up typically on the list. Uh, and and so those are a group that I consider in my kind of holiday tipping. And, and the question often comes up is exact dollar amounts. And it varies surprisingly region to region. Um, but what I find is that um, in that group, typically it's the cost of one visit. Uh, but it, it a, there's a huge range, and I'll say this, and there'll be someone in in sort of Nova Scotia who says that's not at all what it is. So it really depends on where you are, uh, but that's a ballpark number. Okay, so we're in Toronto, that's the biggest city in Canada, and you're saying the cost of one visit. Let's bring in Carrie. She's on the left coast. That's, well, that's, I guess, the second biggest city. So uh, what's what's the deal in Vancouver, Carrie? Well, first of all, Libby, um, what I want to really um, express is is that this is about holiday thanking. The, the word tip comes out, but it's really important to understand that this is the season for thanking. And with individuals who provide services, usually it is a monetary amount um, to thank somebody. With professionals, you should never thank a professional with a gratuity. So I, I really want people to understand that this is about thanking, and it's also about understanding what your budget is. 
Um, yes, it can certainly vary from, from city to city, but it also varies on the individual's budget and what they can actually afford. Because one should not feel obligated during the holidays to express their thanks through a gratuity if their budget is actually not allowing that. So that's, that's a big thing. I do uh, agree um, that it is definitely, it does maneuver from city to city. If, if For all those people who are living in Vancouver, our cost of living has certainly gone up. Um, absolutely. But whatever you tip is based on your personal budget. Okay. Uh, this is a uh, time of year. A lot of people are going out and I want to bring up restaurants because, uh, and, and again, I would really like to hear from our audience on this because I've seen things written. I mean, there's a book or a blog, The Salty Waitress. And basically, uh, things that we grew up with, she's saying, is total cheapskateville. So uh, it used to be where he said, you tip on top of the pre-tax amount. This, so, uh, you know, I hear on uh, the internet, or that's, a, that's cheapskate. Or people think if we're going to have a really big bill, for some reason, if you're having a party or if there's expensive alcohol involved. And they said, well, you know what? If you can afford $250 on alcohol, you can afford 20% on that. Which brings me to the other thing, and it's been around for a couple of years lately. Uh, We used to, I used to think that the standard is 15%. Well, now if you pay with a card, it crops up, how much do you want to tip? And the first option is usually 20%. So what do you think? Is it 20%? And uh, if you have a big bill, is it okay to tip less than 20% because the dollar amount is big? So let me give the numbers out again. I want to hear from our audience. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Lisa, what do you think? So I've seen that number really change over my lifetime. It's that I lived, I grew up in the, it was 15% on the pre-tax amount. And that was, and that was where the number was. But because cost of living has increased, because our minimum wage hasn't caught up, I think that's partially why we're seeing these higher numbers. I think it's still fair to say, from my perspective, the pre-tax amount, but the range I see is more 18 18 for okay, 20 for good, 22 even for excellent service. Uh, but I, I still think it's reasonable to use the pre-tax amount. I don't think we need to get the government involved in our, once you start doing the math, it gets a little intense. Uh, well, it's, it's just the, you, you know, there's a full amount. And if the machine, if you let the machine do the percentage for you, it's not on the pre-tax amount. It's on the full amount. And so if I'm in a nice place, I think, um, 15 for okay and 18 for good. Uh, but but I guess uh, I guess I'm being a cheapskate, Carrie. Do you, what, what do you think? <laughs> Libby, you're not a cheapskate. <laughs> uh, I think a lot of people will will agree with you. Um, it, it truly again, it's it's going back to your relationship too. Um, we, if you date way, way back, um, people actually used to put money on the table beforehand to ensure good service. And now, really, I've never heard of that. that Absolutely. It was always, and actually, if you go to Europe too, um, if you place a certain amount um, on there beforehand, it really is, is greatly appreciated and it's, 
it's something that people used to do to ensure promptness and, and good service. Now today, it's more of an expectation that you're expected to, to tip, even if it's poor service. Um, I know out here in Vancouver, I'm still seeing 15, 18, 20, and then other, which is what you're seeing on the machines. Um, so that's regular. But if you have a party of six or more, you're going to be automatically given an 18% gratuity on that bill. It's just most establishments put that in there. So if you wanted to tip additionally, you can do so. And also, if you don't think that the service was good, you do have that option as well to take that tip down. The other thing that I've noticed is that all kinds of people who never expected a tip expect a tip. If you walk into a self-service, like say a bakery and you have to get your stuff yourself or anywhere else where it's self-serve, you've got to get your stuff. You've got to put it in whatever the container is. They're taking your money and they expect extra money for doing that. And that's everywhere. I think that might be the machines, though. As a, as a, I it's think the t- machines, and there's also a little cute little tip jar. So, I mean, don't ask, don't get. So I can see where they're coming from, but I, I do think, I think that one's up to you. I just feel like for me on the self service, it is supposed to be a gratuity. I, I, I feel like it's supposed to be something extra for doing something great. But I mean, I have I have relationships with people who make who I see on a regular basis. And so I, I'll leave something for them. But it's tough because you don't know if the person who delivered the service is actually the one who's getting credit. So I think that's for me is always a challenge in those smaller self-serve locations. But it's optional. I think that's even though you, there's that guilt um, and often that comes up for me is that, you know, do you have to? And I think, you know, once you know the rules, you you can sort of be empowered to say, you know what? I did this myself. There's no service. There's no service gratuity required. Yeah, and that's that's apparently an argument for tipping really well in say restaurants. It, some of them tip tip out, which means they share the tips, uh, especially if they go on to a credit card. And you know what? I have I've also heard of a lot of cases where actually the owners take the tips. Carrie. Yeah, I've, I've heard that as, as well. Um, I, I have to agree with Lisa on her, on her comments with regards to some of these other establishments that have these tip jars. I'm seeing it in your cold beer and wine store. Uh, you know, there's, there's a person just standing there, literally, uh, it's, they're just taking your money and there's a tip jar. Now that changes. Say that person, you're, you're looking, you're going in, you're, you, you have a dinner to go to and they take that extra time to go and well, here's a couple of, of options that, that might work for, for you. Um, and they help you a little bit. Well, then, you know, you throw a loony in, you throw a toonie in. It's just a little something to say, Hey, I very much appreciate that additional service you've, that you have given out to me. Okay. Um, then there are people who provide, who take care of you, right? So I have, there's a woman who comes and cleans my house once a week. So I gave her an extra week's pay. I think that's reasonable. That's the number, that's the number I use. So if they're kind of a regular, so babysitter, housekeeper, dog, someone who's regular, I, someone, so regular employee, I think of it more of as a holiday bonus. So, yeah. Um, and Christmas then, bonus. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, um, but the nice thing about that is you can also, you also set expectation. You let them know it's coming. I think that's part of the holiday kind of bonus slash gift part of it is tell people that it's coming. Um, and then what the amount is going to be. So it's not a surprise. So if you have that conversation, so in December, there's going to be this amount, or, I mean, you can make it January. There's no rules. Um, but I think is it letting them know at year end. So be that, that they, they, they have it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Carrie. Um, 
that's that's actually a very um, interesting thing. I haven't um, really thought about that. That's that's very interesting and and uh, a great comment, Lisa. The other thing that I want to express is is that it's really really special to add a personal note, and for somebody who is you know taking care of your children, taking care of your parents, taking care of your pet, to take those little moments to state how much you sincerely appreciate it. So it's not just okay. Here's some extra money. Here's here's a bonus. But I sincerely appreciate all that you do, and especially where children are concerned, to have them even go out and get a small gift for for their nanny really shows that sincere appreciation towards that towards that person. That it's not just a monetary thing to give them. Lisa, you were saying hairdressers. Hairdressers are so important. I mean, they're part of the reason that we're giving this gratuity is to build a relationship and to really to say thank you for a great year. And depending on how often you see your hairstylist. You really want to make sure that that they know you appreciate them and that you can get your appointment in January when you need it. Um, so that's part of part of why I feel so connected to my hairdresser um, or hairstylist. Um, but so the the question is often so typically it'd be a cost of one visit. What I like to do is double my tip. So if I would normally leave them a tip with a with a haircut, then I would I would double that. Okay, here's I mean here is an existential hairdresser tipping question. It used to be when I was coming up that. If it was the owner of the salon, you didn't tip them. And I think that's gone because, uh, and, and it's, it's relevant. I just have a new hairdresser. He's the owner. I don't think I tipped him the first time. It definitely was the practice in my, so in my experience, I had the same experience, but then I guess my challenge is I, the hair, this, the place I've been going, I've been going for 15 years and I, I, I feel like I should because, you know, they, they may, I mean, even though they're the owner, they still deserve kind of a recognition, but it was the practice before not to. I just feel even something. It's nice because they're still doing the work. Carrie? Oh, I agree. Absolutely. Um, that's one person I will not, not ever tip is my stylist. And, and she's amazing. You know, I, I can call her at the last minute and she will sneak me in. So this time of the year is very important for, for me. Now, um, I know that the owner of our salon, he also still does hair and he has, has actually done mine one time just as a kind gesture. I needed a, a quick trim. Of course, I'm going to tip him. He's still providing a service to me. And that's what people need to understand is, again, it is about the relationship that you have with that person. And with Silas, you have a very close relationship with your Silas. So very important uh, to tip again what is within your budget. But it's a great time of the year to say thanks. Okay. Uh, people, again, do you tip your hairdresser? And here the, the other question, do you make a special trip? So I know I will this year. I'm way behind the eight ball. So I will I will make a special trip um, tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow oh. is the day. Um, so so I will make a special trip over. But so sometimes um, sometimes you can't. So if you can't and you're really going to miss it and the salon's closed or whoever you work with, drop it by in January. It's it's not the worst thing you can do. Uh, and and the nice thing about doing it after the kind of the holiday excitement is your gift will be recognized. It won't be one of the 10, you know, 10 envelopes. It will be something special and you will stand out a little bit. So it is, it can have an added benefit. Okay. And uh, Carrie, do you make a special trip? Well, I actually have it within my schedule. So I know um, the next time I'm going to be there and I, and I will, you know, do that at the time. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty organized in that way, but there's nothing wrong with making a special trip or what Lisa said. Isn't that wonderful after all of the festivities are done to receive something um, in January? I think it's lovely. Okay. Now here is a category that I have never seen anything written about. So 
a lot of people have parents or they themselves in care, or there's a personal support worker that comes to their house on a regular basis. Do you tip those people? I know some of them work for agencies and you have to check to see what they are allowed to accept, but is there an etiquette for that? So I would treat that person the same way um, that I, if it was if, as if they were working for me directly. So I would leave them the same. So if it's someone who's with you all the time, then I would, you know, it's good they're there daily, then I might leave them a week's bonus if that was, if they were a very regular person or the cost of one visit if they're regular but infrequent, uh, because that's an important person in your life. The people who are looking after the people you love, they, they need a special shout out. But I said, it's brilliant to check in with the agency if, in the event that that's an issue, um, because you don't want to step on any toes. And uh, again, for people in long-term care, I guess, uh, Carrie, do you have anything to add to that? Um, It is the key thing is to check it with regards to policy. Um, If there is a policy, then please go by it. Some might have a tipping policy. Um, And if if they are not allowed to receive that, again, a nice, thoughtful gift can go uh, a long way, as long as, again, gift-giving is not against company policy. Okay, well, I guess a card with a nice message is never going to be against policy. Let's hope not. Correct. (laughs) Let's hope not. So who have we forgotten here, if anyone? Uh, If I may chime in on this, your dog your dog sitter, your dog walker, or your doggy daycare. And um, Libby, I don't have children. I've got a big Bernese mountain dog. He's my baby. And these people make my life a lot easier. Um, And because there are so many of them, and they call themselves the dog nannies, um, what I did this year is I actually had pizza sent to them on a particular day with a message that stated, thank you so much for all of you do, for all that you do for Burke. And that was the way that I was able to give to a large group with something that was a bit different. But don't forget about those that take care of your pets, too. Okay, yes, dog walkers. The one person I'm always sort of stuck about is the is the my Canada Post worker. Um, they which because they, especially now in the state, I do get so many packages via Canada Post um, d- delivered, and so there's some. It's a little tricky because you can't really give cash in that context. Um, but I do always leave a little something uh, at, over the holidays because especially over the holidays, there's all these holiday cards and there's flyers and magazines and then little packages. And so I like to leave a little something. Um, so within within the guidelines, uh, just because it's a it's a tough job, especially during the winter. Where do you leave it? So. So during the, so I, I actually, um, I leave it by the front door with a little, because they come at the same time every day. So I just make sure that it's right out there at about the right time. And uh, I've been lucky no one takes things off my porch so far. Oh, not, I was going to say, <laughs> we've been hearing a lot more about people taking things off the porch rather than on the porch. Yes. So I, I do leave a little note that says um, for Canada Post and happy holidays so that they know that it's for them. Um, but I just like to do something because they do so much work and it's a really tough job, especially in the winter. So I like to make sure that they get a little shout out. Okay. And what about there are people that you never see? I mean, we still get some of our newspapers actually physically delivered, never see the people. Uh, The papers usually get to the front door. I must say not always. Uh, What about them? And sometimes out of the blue, suddenly there'll be a card from this person who never sees, you never see. And and it's it's clearly uh, give me money card. 
And that used to be more popular. When, when everyone got the newspaper every day, it was very much the custom to leave a gratuity. I still get a newspaper. I'm that old that I still get a newspaper. <laughs> I, we I, still get yeah, one. Yeah. Yes. On, yes. So it's, it's on Sundays. Maybe we get the same paper. Um, anyway, so, but I do leave, I do, I do leave a small amount. I mean, that can really range. Um, it's more of a token gratuity. And I, I sort of send a, a little, because I give you an envelope and right. I just like to leave. It is, again, another tough job. Um, it's, if it's not within your budget, I think Carrie made such a great point earlier about having that tipping budget. Um, but if it's not within your budget, then, you know, then maybe find another way to say thank you. But I mean, it's, and it's nice, especially when you've got that service, it's a nice thing to do at this time of the year. Okay. And Carrie, you know, I, I've never heard anybody other than Lisa say she wants to leave something for the Canada Post workers uh, who are, I think, very well-paid unionized workers. Uh, is there anybody I haven't thought of that you like to say thank you to? Well, I think I covered it with, uh, you know, I think we've actually pretty much covered the majority of, of the people who would be in there. Um, I've had some questions with regards to, you know, individuals such as your massage therapist or your physiotherapist. Um, again, it w- it's not necessary. If you'd like to do something, um, great. I, I was just at physio this to. morning and there were more bottles of wine sitting on my physio's uh, counter. And I'm like, nice. Well, <laughs> it, it's, yeah, I, I think the gift thing, but... And it's really interesting to me that when you get a massage from a registered massage therapy, you are not supposed to tip them. If you go to some spa place and it's somebody who's actually not that qualified, then they expect a big tip, which it always seemed kind of weird to me, that distinction. Um, And I'd rather have it from a qualified person anyway. I know, it's a it's a funny one. I said I, I, I selfishly I've avoided that by going to registered massage therapists. So yeah. that's that's my that's my workaround on that tricky one. But I will, I, I mean I do. I have this thing about over the holidays. If there's people, I do get. Um, I like to bulk buy. So if there's if I know there's lots of like people who need to leave little things for, so I'll do a tea or I'll do a candle and I buy a bunch of them. And then that way, if there's people who are they're not necessarily people I would give money to, but I just want to say a little thank you. I include, so I do the, do all the same. Every, there's no one who's going to say, oh, she gave me something different from you. Um, and then that way I've got them all set. As I said, I mentioned I'm a little behind the eight ball. So that lets me catch up a little bit at this point in the year. Okay. Uh, we're basically out of time. What would you like to leave us with, Carrie? Um, I want to go back to um, this is the, the season of, of, of giving and, and thanking. Um, please, everybody, really consider your own personal budget. And if it's not within your budget this year, um, there's, there's nothing wrong with a beautiful um, homemade card or just taking the time to state that you appreciate them and that maybe this year is is a bit tight but look forward to next year but please don't put yourself in in into any personal debt just because you feel that you need to to tip certain people during the holidays okay and lisa i agreed with carrie and uh, i think the reality is is just taking time to recognize people every it, it really makes a big difference after a long year like this and i think taking the time to recognize those people in our life who make it special uh, is really what it's all about Okay. That is all the time we have. Thank you, Lisa Orr and Carrie Macbeth. And I'll be back here tomorrow. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. 
Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.